Welcome to Conscious Confidence Radio, a timeless wisdom with Sarah Main. Balo hosts Sarah Main on her ongoing journey of conscious confidence and gain timeless wisdom to unleash unparalleled confidence. A conscious confidence. Learn to ignite the living spark of wisdom, a new narrative for fulfillment contained in Sanskrit and the ancient, powerful, engaging, and fun conscious conversations to discover your own magnificent true self. Learn to dispel the fear shadow as Sarah provides essential knowledge about embracing change and the power of transformation. Get ready. Conscious Confidence starts now. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Conscious Confidence Radio. I'm Sarah Main, creator of Conscious Confidence, a timeless wisdom. And today we're going to be following on in our six-part Fuse program series of shows and today's the third program and today's show is called Wainy Witty Wiki I came I saw I conquered and that's from Julius Caesar well he's said to have said that um, it's said that he's said to have said that but I thought that that was a fantastic summary of someone who was focused Wainy Witty Wiki I came I saw I conquered so today, to start off with, we're going to do a recap of where we've been so far. So the first two shows we did, the first one was on core values and the second one was on positive attitude. And they're the first two stages of the Conscious Confidence FUSE or FUSE program. And then today we go on to focusing. And Buddha said that all that we are is the result of what we have thought all that we are is the result of what we have thought. So you might be thinking, yikes, at this point. I certainly did when I first read that years ago. And, you know, it, look, it's on, on coffee mugs and fridge magnets, the statement that where your attention flows, that grows. So there's all these indications from wisdom traditions that the power of our attention is important. It's active, it's dynamic, things happen where our attention goes. And we don't often think of that because we're just caught up in our normal sort of round of thoughts. And we'll talk about that, this discursive mind that weaves this web of associations based on nothing really. And if we're not aware of this, and careful where our attention goes, and that takes practice, I'll give you that, then we're actually growing something that we may not want to have because where our attention goes, that's, that grows. And remember what Buddha said, all that we are is the result of what we have thought. So to get started, let's just do a brief recap of the previous two shows so that we have the scene set before we start talking about focusing. And we started in part one, the first part of the Conscious Confidence FUSE or FUSE program is about core values. And the great wisdom traditions and Sanskrit give us a new way, a fresh way of considering value and values. And it starts with the big questions and asking the big questions of ourselves takes courage. And if you feel a reluctance to do this, you just come into the present moment, feel your feet on the floor, take a deep breath, breathe out and relax and come into the presence, your own presence and awareness and ask yourself, who am I? 
Where am I going with my life? Am I feeling a lack of direction? Where do I make compromises? Am I aware of what the underlying reason or reasons are for these compromises? Questions like this, big questions, are more important than getting the answers. It's simply the fact of opening yourself up to something new, new possibilities, new knowledge, new considerations. They're more important than any answer that may come. And the answer that may come is always appropriate for that moment, but never take it as a fixed thing that that's it, that's the answer. There's always something new to learn. So the real answers to these questions, the real uh, solution and resolution to the dilemmas all start in raising your self-awareness. And the big questions help to do that. So in the wisdom traditions, when they consider values, they consider them as mighty forces, as great dynamic energies. They're not thoughts. They're not just concepts. They, they are actually active, real, alive energies and they're mighty forces in the universe. And these are beautiful qualities such as kindness or love or generosity, magnanimity, courage, strength, service, all these wonderful qualities, truthfulness, honesty, integrity, respect. And these are great energies, and Sanskrit describes them as the roots, mulyam, and also that which you honour, argha, is that which you value. You honour something that you value, and you value that which you honour. So that's the, the first piece in the foundation of conscious confidence, is coming back to what's really important, your values. And then we went on to considering your attitude. And attitude is an interesting thing. I asked lots of people about what their views were on attitude and absolutely 100% of the time, everyone was saying they associated attitude with being negative, a negative attitude. They never thought about attitude and having a positive attitude. And they often thought about their kids, teenage kids and their bad attitudes. And they'd say to their kids, change your attitude. But I would say, well, Plato says, rather than admonish children, you need to first live by your own admonishment. And when I suggested that, um, they all said, well, you know, attitude is not something I really, I backpedal when I have to think about my own attitude. So attitude often comes down to a, an yet another mental concept. It's not an actual living energy. It's a concept. And Sanskrit talks about attitude in relation to your, your point of view, your stance, your intent or motivation, and also your conduct. So there's three aspects to attitude, and that makes that incredibly powerful and important. Your point of view, your intent or motivation, and your conduct are all wrapped up in attitude. And so that puts attitude under a new light and an important light because your attitude is the lens through which you see the world. And consider a spotlight. If you put a blue film in front of it, everything is coloured blue. 
if you get a glass of water that's ostensibly clear and put a drop of red ink in that water, the whole glass of water will be tinted with that color red. That drop of ink doesn't just sit in one corner. It pervades the whole uh, glass of water. Well, our attitude is the same. It pervades everything we see. It colors. It's a lens. It colors what we see. So let's make sure it's a positive attitude. And that's a very, very powerful thing. So now we have the foundations of core values and a positive attitude. And they are the foundations. They're the fundamentals of conscious confidence. And then we go on to the first aspect of what I refer to as the fourfold energy of conscious confidence. And when I looked up the word confidence in Sanskrit, I discovered there were all these words. I actually found 12. Um, there were 12 words. And when I researched all of them, it took me quite a few months. And I went into, into the derivation. I discovered they actually grouped themselves into four energies. And they were quite distinct. And the first of those is focusing. And hence, I came up with Wani Widi Wiki. I came, I saw, I conquered. That doesn't happen without some focus. So one day, a friend who knows my interest and my commitment to self-awareness and mindfulness described how her mind worked. And this might seem a bit familiar. She said she would be thinking about something. It could be anything something someone said to her a few days ago. And then another thought would jump in, perhaps a project at work that was behind schedule. Then before she had time to get to grips with that, another thought would turn up, maybe about some trip she and her husband were planning. Then, as if that weren't enough, she might see an ad passing on a bus with a model who looked just like someone she went to school with. And she'd be off with memories of her least favourite teacher at school and then her favourite subject at school and then what she ate for lunch every day. And don't, she said to me, get me started on the songs that played in her head for weeks whenever she just heard a snatch in a shop or something. And then she said it didn't seem to be how um, and, and that didn't seem to be how she operated um, she said she was able to focus on what she was doing, but still have some time, some time. She still had some time um, where she needed to actually focus her attention on another project. And um, she said she found it hard to get out of all this sort of weave, uh, this web of loosely associated thoughts that would just ping off each other something would happen and she'd think of something and she'd see something and that would just send her off uh, weaving this web or the mind would weave this web and then when she wanted to actually put her attention on something unless it was super super urgent she actually found that quite difficult and she asked me so how do you do it and my friend's problem with mental clutter and a lack of focus is, in my experience, common, very common. And I work with a lot of coaching clients and the topic always comes up. And it's actually surprisingly easy to remedy. You just need to start getting control of your attention. 
you need to focus your awareness and your consciousness. And actually, almost nothing is easier on earth. But keeping it focused is the challenge. And that needs practice. So after we take a break, we're going to come back and actually talk a little bit more about focusing our attention and how we can practice gaining the strength to keep focused and stay focused so that we pay attention and give our attention for extended periods of time rather than just pinging off left, right and centre with all these random thoughts that drift in and out of our mind. There's no problem with that. That's perfectly natural. We just need to make sure that we're not swept away by that. So we'll be back soon to talk more about focusing. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Are you traveling most of your day? Do you want to take Transformation Talk Radio with you anywhere you go? Well, guess what? There's an app for that. Just go to the App Store on your Apple device or the Google Play Store on your Android and search Transformation Talk Radio. Catch all of our live shows no matter where you are. Thanks for listening. Are you done being afraid to jump into the life that's waiting for you? Are you ready for a real shift? I invite you to tune in every Tuesday with me, Tracy L, on the Tracy L Clark Show, where we will teach you how to live your extraordinary life. At 8 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio, where I will provide the tools and the steps needed to help you transcend perceived limitations and move forward with an extraordinary life. For more information, visit me at tracylclark.com. If you've ever had a broken heart, you know how painful that can be and how long it can sometimes take to heal it. I'm Megan Edge, author of The Heart's Journey, Healing Hearts, Oracle Cards, and Guidebook, published with Balboa Press and Hay House. In The Heart's Journey, I share with you my own heartbreak and how I healed it through the beautiful hearts that found me in nature. From taking photographs of these hearts for myself, I've created this beautiful toolkit, which includes the guidebook, which has my story, how to work with Oracle Cards as a healing tool, and the story of each of these hearts as they cross my path. I've also created a beautiful journal. There's a pen, a bookmark, and of course, the 42 Healing Hearts Oracle Cards. You can order the Hearts Journey, Healing Hearts Oracle Cards, and guidebook through my website, meganedge.ca, through Balboa Press, Amazon, and many other places online or your local shops. I look forward to hearing about your heart's healing. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Conscious Confidence Radio. I'm Sarah Main. And today we're talking about focusing, which is the second part of the fourfold energy of conscious confidence. And that's a part of the FUSE or FUSE program, which is all to do with a step-by-step -step guide to developing conscious confidence. And it's based on the timeless wisdom of Sanskrit. And don't let that put you off. Sanskrit has incredible wisdom that's easy and practical and gives us a new approach and new ways of seeing things and new ways of appreciating things and new sources of inspiration about why we would be bothered to actually develop conscious confidence within ourselves. So I was talking to you before the break about a friend who told me about what she'd noticed of how her mind just randomly sets up this sort of loosely uh, associated web of random thoughts and it creates this mental clutter. 
And this then presents a problem when it comes to actually wanting to give attention. And Buddha made the statement that we are, uh, all that we are is the result of what we've thought. So it behoves us to actually take a look at what we're thinking and how we can actually bring our attention back steadily into what we're doing right now and back with what we're doing. And one thing to notice about attention, we talk about paying attention or giving attention. We give our attention. And I find that very interesting because the act of giving our attention is actually like donating. We freely give our attention. We don't hold it back and just give a little bit. Whenever we give our attention, we actually give it fully. But the problem is we're often jumping from one thing to the other. So our attention is flitting around, but it is freely given. It's an act of giving, an act of donation. And consider that. It's this incredible act of generosity. So it would pay us to actually be aware uh, as to what we're actually donating our attention to, because our attention is our consciousness. It's incredibly powerful. So focusing is the power to give our attention to one thing that's required or uh, one thing that's helpful or one thing that's necessary at the time. It can be as simple as cleaning our teeth or as complex as a major building project or as important as a loving relationship. Focusing is giving attention and letting go of distractions. So the distractions are there. It's a case of letting them come and go, just letting them pass through and being unmoved by them, being undistracted by them. People make the mistake of thinking that paying attention means you've got to block out everything. It's not like that. Real conscious confidence, real attention and focus, inner stillness, starts from within and it's a case of having that steadiness of focus where it doesn't matter what's going to come up what's going to uh, pass through or present just let it come and let it go and that's the real skill so there's a scene in a really beautiful film called the Le the legend of bagger vance it was made a little while back by um, robert redford actually um, and it's a, it's a beautiful film and it's, people think it's just a golfing film because it's set around a golf match, but there's actually incredible wisdom in this. Um, and there's a, there's a lovely scene where Will Smith is playing the character of Bagger Vance and he's a caddy and he's trying to help Matt Damon, who's playing this character called Ranaf Juna, and he was a champion golfer, but he's lost his confidence and he's lost his swing. Um, which I don't play golf, but, you know, for golfers, they have their swing when they hit the ball with their club. He's lost his swing and he's got, um, well, these days uh, you call it PTSD, but he was in uh, the First World War. He fought in the First, First World War and he came back um, traumatised by that and he lost his confidence and lost his swing, lost his focus. And Bagger Vance just turns up mysteriously and he starts teaching him how to find himself again and find his swing. So Bagavance points during the match, points to one of the other golfers in this competition. 
and then this other golfer is called Bobby Jones. And he says, he describes how Jones sees the field. And you see that he sees the field and how his whole consciousness focuses down onto the path that the ball, the golf ball has to take to get into the hole. And it's a wonderful graphic example of the power of focused attention. And by the way, the film is actually based on the Bhagavad Gita. And the character of Will Smith, that the character that Will Smith plays called Bhagavad Vance is actually based on the Lord Sri Krishna, who's referred to in the Bhagavad Gita as Bhagavan. So Bhagavan, Bhagavans, do you get it? And Matt Damon plays the character of Ranaf Juna and the uh, person in the Bhagavad Gita that Sri Krishna Bhagavan is teaching is called Arjuna. So Ranaf Juna, Arjuna and Bhagavans Bhagavan. And the whole story is actually based on the Bhagavad Gita. And Bhagavad tells Juna, he says, see the field, feel it, focus on the hole. That's the, the hole on the green on the golf course. Uh, and he says, have a soft, gentle focus. It's not a harsh sort of like laser, laser beam focus. We think of focusing as quite harsh. It isn't actually like that. It's a steady focus. It's actually gentle. Um, the, the, it doesn't have to be this full-on force of effort and doing. It's not harsh. And the way I was taught was that the attention actually rests. It's not forced there. It rests. So let the attention rest where it needs to be. And the question is, um, how much force, if you want to know how much force is required, it's about the same amount of force that's required to rest your, your head on your pillow in bed at night. You don't force your head down on the pillow, your head rests. And that's the same amount of force that's required when you let your attention rest. And this is what um, Bhagavans is pointing out to Ranaf Juna in the movie when he, he shows how Bobby Jones focuses his attention. He says it's, and then he says, see the hole, see the field, and let it be a soft, gentle focus. So that's not vague. It is specific, but it's gentle. There's no harsh, harsh pushing. So when we, when we actually pay attention like this, our consciousness, our attention is focused. And this is also where our love flows. And love isn't harsh. So love and attention are actually one and the same. We don't normally think of that. But when our attention is resting somewhere, um, our love is actually there as well. We may not feel it like the sort of romantic love that we see in movies, but actually our pure love is there. So this scene in the movie, The Legend of Bhagavans, um, demonstrates the Sanskrit meaning of focusing, which is dridha pratyaya, which means firm confidence, belief and assurance. And this leads to growth and happiness. So convictions and beliefs and assurance, which lead to a narrow, positive, sort of poverty-stricken worldview, 
are the very opposite of what the Sanskrit is telling us because the Sanskrit is talking about growth and happiness. And our work on core values and developing a positive attitude full of gratitude and openness to others is of great help here. Uh, they will ensure that our firm beliefs are expansive and inclusive and not constricted and limiting because why would you... Sanskrit just doesn't even consider why you would even bother giving your attention to something that's going to create constriction and poverty. Sanskrit only considers what is the best and the truest part of yourself. And of course, that promotes growth and happiness. And Sanskrit also talks about focusing in relation to Shraddha, which means calm faith and trust and respect. And this is easy to test. Let your attention rest gently on anything and keep it there and feel that expansion of calm faith, even if it's just the feedback of information that will inv inevitably flow to the thing that you're simply giving attention to. This gives you faith that your skills and knowledge are expanding and improving. So calm faith, trust and respect. And remember, you get better at whatever your attention flows to, whatever you focus on. And there's another aspect that Sanskrit talks about, and this is nishchaya, and this is all to do with focus. And nishchaya means conviction, certainty, and positivity. And you don't have conviction, certainty, and positivity without a focus of your attention. So simply creating a pot out of clay or learning a new dance step or mastering some computer code the payoff from focused attention is a natural certainty and positivity. You know you can do these things. So you simply must get more firm confidence uh, from a certainty and positivity if you learn to pay attention. And there are some snags along the way. And after we take a short break, we're going to just address these snags that do come up and that whip our attention off. And we do need to be aware of that. And we need to have some strategies about how to stay firm and steady and keep our attention focused because that's the aim of the game. And I can only encourage you to go and watch that movie, The Legend of Bag of Vance, because it's so beautifully demonstrated and explained about the power of paying attention. And it comes from the Bhagavad Gita. And the Bhagavad Gita spends a little time on this because all our confidence actually rests in our ability to pay attention. So we'll be back after a break and we're going to address the snags that crop up and whip our attention off because this is one of the problems we face. We'll be back soon. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific will take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Have you discovered the remarkable books at AngelHealingHouse.com? Author Claire Candy Hoff has channeled rare books of inspiration and insight. Angels of Faith is an inspiring story of healing, comfort and hope that reminds us that death is not to be feared, 
but embraced with joy. One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness takes readers on a roller coaster ride through Angel Ariel's five most important lives on Earth, as well as her experiences in the afterlife, and helps us remember our own journey across the veil. And Claire Candy's autobiography, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, which details the 2003 soul exchange that took place when Claire Candy walked out of her body and Angel Ariel walked in, creating heaven on Earth for herself and others. To find out more about these wonderful books, visit angelhealinghouse.com today. Are you ready to shift your current beliefs about death? from debilitating pain and loss. Follow Angie Corbett Kuyper as she shares that through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind that anything is possible, even in death. Tune in to Beyond Proof Radio with Angie, redefining death and loss every first and third Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit AngieCorbettKuyper.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit BurnBrightToday.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Conscious Confidence Radio with Sarah Main. And today we've been talking about focusing, wany, witty, wiki. I came, I saw, I conquered. And we've been talking about uh, paying attention. It's actually really easy. Just bring your attention onto one thing. The real issue is that then it gets whipped away. And we know that, you know, it's a, it's a common experience to have this constant mental clutter um, made up of this a web of, sort of loosely associated thoughts. I heard something and then I remembered a song I heard when I was a teenager that I really liked and then you can't get the song out of your head and then a bus goes by and you see an ad on the side of a bus and that reminds you of someone you went to school with and then you smell something and you think about what you're going to cook for dinner and so it goes on. And what we actually need to do is bring our attention onto one thing at a time in the present moment. And that's actually easy, especially if you have a deadline. There's nothing like a deadline to focus your attention, as we all know. Um, you know, if you've got an assignment due the next day and you're up late at night, you jolly well focus. But just as we go through our, our daily life doing whatever we need to do and we're at work or with family or in, in a relationship, for example, or when we're driving, let's hope we focus when we're driving, um, we do actually need to keep our attention on one thing. Now, these thoughts do rise. It's natural, but it's the case of letting them pass through. They are actually just coming and going, but do we let them pass through or do we hang on to something? Do we get distracted by something do we get attracted by something and then we're off and fortunately fortunately or unfortunately but I think fortunately like when we're driving often we can drive and our attention goes on to something we're listening to on the radio or we see something someone walking along the street and we can keep driving and most of the time we don't actually run into the car in front of us fortunately because something behind all that uh, mental clutter is actually still paying attention, luckily. 
Um, but really what we need to do is come into the present moment and let this mental clutter go, let it pass through so that we stay focused on what we're doing. And this focus is a, it's not a harsh forced focus. It's our whole attention. It's actually our love is right where we are. It's the consciousness, our attention, our love is with what we're doing. And it's um, one way of, I've heard it described is like a thin stream of oil that flows constantly from one point to another. And that's a beautiful image of a thin stream of oil flowing constantly. So we've acknowledged though, and I'm acknowledging that there are some snags along the way to actually practicing this. We can get our attention here, but it's keeping it there. And that takes practice. It's like a muscle you need to practice. So remember my friend that I was telling you about, her mind, she, she described, was like riding a bucking bronco at a rodeo. The monkey mind, uh, if it's been left to its own devices, has developed habits that are, to say the least, unhelpful. And here's one uh, common problem, which is these simple associations. And let's just get clear on this. We see a picture, we hear a snatch of a conversation, we hear some music, uh, we get a fleeting sense impression and the mind's off presenting a string of simple associations. Just one thing vaguely associated goes on to another and on to another. Um, and all well and good, but if you actually want to keep your attention on something, you need not to be distracted by this. So... It's important that you actually learn to stay steady despite these simple associations because the problem with these simple associations is they actually burn up energy. We haven't gone anywhere. We haven't actually done anything and yet we're exhausted if we let those simple associations play out and especially if some of those associations bring an emotional charge with them something from the past that we didn't like about the thing we've just thought of um, and we sit there churning over an, an emotional uh, feeling that we had at the time from the past and we do this all the time. We may see a picture of a model on a, an advertisement and then go through this repeat of all the experiences we had back at school with this girl. And yep. Ah, uh, the internet's. Okay. The... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll go. Yeah. Thanks. Now it's the internet. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hang on, hang on. So how many minutes have we got left? Six minutes. Just let me get my time set. Okay, yep. Yep. You know the sort of thing that happens when you're, uh, say, uh, you see an ad on the side of a bus that passes by you as you're driving or if you're even just walking along and it reminds, and there's a picture of a model and reminds you of a girl who was you were at school with and she was mean to you. And you had an emotion, you didn't like her being mean to you, and you had an emotional reaction to that at the time. And when you see 
and you remember that girl when you see the model on the side of the bus and that brings up all that emotional reaction again and you relive it again and again and you go back to what she said to you and what you said to her and how you felt and you repeat this. Well, it sounds ridiculous when I describe it to you now, but this is actually happening all the time with this loosely woven string of uh, mental associations that we have and that we live with, this mental clutter that we live with, a lot of it isn't neutral. It actually comes with emotional loading to it, emotional charge, and we're unaware of that and we're living through that. It's actually playing out through our body most of the day. And the problem with that is it's actually burning up energy and it's exhausting and we're not actually doing anything or going anywhere. It's just chewing up energy. And so we need to become aware of this because where our attention goes or flows, that grows. So we don't want to be strengthening all these things from the past. We want to let them go. We want to be free. And that means we need to actually focus and come into the present moment. We actually need to be here now. And that's so important if we're interested in developing proper confidence in ourselves, true confidence, conscious confidence. So this idle repetition of old events, they may seem like they're dry and old, but a lot of them come with emotional charge and it's very tiresome. So the, the solution is actually very simple. We need to come into the present moment. We need to be here right now. Do that now as I'm speaking. Be aware of your body right here now. Take a deep breath and relax. Stop what you're doing or just stop the thoughts for a minute and relax. If you're driving, please be safe, be sensible. Just relax and just let the next thought enter and pass. Don't entertain the next thought. Don't retrace any mental path. Just stop. Come back to feeling your feet on the floor and your clothes on the skin. Be aware of being seated in the chair. Take another deep breath. Look at what's in front of you. Feel whatever you're holding and relax. Let go. Relax. Let it pass. Let it pass through you. Let all that's arising pass through you. Let it come and let it go. That's what it actually wants to do. Come and go. And then when you've cleared the decks, the mental decks, consciously let your attention go to whatever is in front of you, whatever needs your attention. It'll be a simple task that's right in front of you. Could be attending to your child or listening to someone or speaking. Hear your voice as you're speaking. It could be driving, feel the steering wheel. It could be writing something. Let your attention be where the tip of the pen meets the paper. It could be typing something where your fingers actually touch the keys. Let your attention just rest there. And if something comes up, let it pass through and let it go. And then a few minutes later, if you find yourself wondering what it would be like to ride a camel, come back again because the mind will the mind's used to presenting all this stuff and it's used to you actually being interested in it 
And if you suddenly decide you actually want to pay attention to what you're doing rather than the, the floor show that the, that the mind's presenting, it's going to actually try and persist a bit to say, hey, hang on a minute, you're used to looking at me. So don't make the, the mind the enemy. The mind isn't the enemy. Just remind it, no, no, I'm paying attention now and let it pass, let those thoughts pass. And the mind may say, hang on a minute, what about our holiday that we went on last year? You say, no, I'm paying attention to this now. And you actually need to practice and the mind eventually will get the idea that you're paying attention and it will stop presenting all these associations. But it takes persistence and determination and it's a quiet persistence and a quiet determination. But it is possible. And in a few days or weeks or months, you'll find it's a lot easier to let these things come and let them pass through and go whilst your attention, like a thin stream of oil flowing from one place to another, well, it stays with what you're doing at the time. So you don't have to have deadlines in order to force your attention to, to stay focused. You can keep your attention gently and calmly and properly on what you're doing at any moment of the day and the random thoughts will come and go and pass through which is actually what they're they're meant to do and what they're designed to do except we've practiced getting uh, attached in them so we'll be back soon and then we're going to look a little bit at what we're going to talk about next show see you then the preceding audio was via a skype call disease one of the most dreaded words in our vocabulary hi i'm mary jane mack did you know traditionally we have viewed disease as a degenerative process? Disease is better understood when we view it as disease in the human body. Disease means without ease. Health is not merely the absence of disease, it's when every part of the body works together effortlessly, relaxed and at ease. It's that relaxed state that lets energy flow in waves through and around the entire body. Every organ has an electrical charge. And when overcharged or undercharged, disease occurs. And it is an effort to go through our day. We are able to determine the exact disease of the body and design a specific solution to correct the nutritional imbalance. Contact us at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com. Hi, I'm Laura Meeks, and the most common problem that my clients face is all work and no play. This is why I created Fly High Living. I help you develop a balanced life plan and guide you to a place where you love to wake up in the morning. Call 888-666-1570 or go to flyhighliving.com to sign up for the four-week Flight Plan for Life course. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. You know that moment when you realize you've mastered your wellness or that you will never fall off the roller coaster of life? Well, yeah, me either. But I still ride unicorn. I will teach you how to become a mindset master. 
you will learn how your habits and behavior affect the success of your nutrition and exercise, relationships, organization, and so much more. Motivation doesn't arrive in an email, so stop waiting for it. You have to take action, then motivation follows. I am Coach Peggy Well. Get out of your comfort zone and recognize the simple truth. We aren't that special. We all have crap to deal with, and we all have a lot more in common than not. I want to spark you into action. We will learn, love, and laugh together. So join me every first and third Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific for Coach Couch and Coffee Radio, where you will learn that being happy and healthy is way more than carrot sticks and squats. Talk to you later. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Conscious Confidence Radio with Sarah Main. And today we've been talking about focusing. Weeny, witty, wiki. I came, I saw, I conquered. And if you want to conquer, the best way is to get focused and come into the present moment so you can give your attention to what you're doing. And this isn't a harsh experience. This is actually requires persistence and a gentle focus. Uh, it's not soft and foggy. It's, it, it is gentle and persistent. Um, and believe you me, it is very, very possible. Um, I've actually written a book and it's being launched in January, early uh, January next year. I think January the 8th it's coming out. And it's called Conscious Confidence. Use the wisdom of Sanskrit to find clarity and success. And it's published by Inner Traditions in the US. And it's uh, a book that covers all of this. It lays out the whole FUSE program, the FUSE FUSE program, and all the other topics around that. We talk about aligning body, mind, and heart. I talk about being conscious versus unconscious. I talk about victim and victor and the power of choice. And it's all related to what Sanskrit says about it. You don't have to learn Sanskrit. I've done that. I've, I've studied Sanskrit for many years. And I've derived a lot of the meanings and the definitions and the explanations from the timeless wisdom that is embedded and embodied in Sanskrit. And it's really beautiful and very inspiring and opens your mind to a whole new way of looking at things. So the book's coming out in uh, early January next year and the book's available for pre-order on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, at IndieBound, in Australia and Booktopia, and also via my website, consciousconfidence.com. And if you, want to, if you want to know more about me or Conscious Confidence, go to my website, consciousconfidence.com, and that's C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S-C-O-N-F-I-D-E-N-C-E, consciousconfidence.com. And also you can follow me on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Conscious Confidence Sarah Main, and that's S-A-R-A-H-M-A-N-E, Conscious Confidence Sarah Main, on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm posting all sorts of cool stuff there. And you get to, to know and see a little bit more about Sanskrit. And don't be put off by it. It's very, very beautiful. And on my website, there's also a free alignment guide which you can download. Um, so go to my website, consciousconfidence.com, and you can download a free alignment guide. It's two short videos and some worksheets, and it's some practical tips on how to achieve santulana balance and align your body, mind, heart, and spirit, all the aspects of yourself, your physical body, your mental body, your emotional body, and your spiritual body, um, all under the beautiful concept of santulana or balance. And 
Uh, so the alignment guide is available for free on my website. So go there, consciousconfidence.com, and you can download the alignment guide videos and the PDF worksheets to help you work your way through designing your own alignment guide. So we've been talking this show about focusing, and that's based on the fundamentals of and the foundations of conscious confidence of your core values and your positive attitude. And then we've been talking about the importance of actually paying attention. And we need to do that. Your attention is like a thin stream of oil flowing from one place to another. But most of the time, our experience of attention is this distracted, discursive mind uh, presenting this random, uh, loosely associ associated string of thoughts and ideas. And we get caught up in that. And with that comes an emotional charge. And that plays out through our body, mind and heart all day, every day, frankly, and it uses up energy and it's completely unproductive. We're not going anywhere or doing anything. So now we're talking about paying attention to what is in front of us, not because there's a harsh deadline that we've got to meet and it's urgent. I mean, that helps. But actually, in whatever we're doing throughout the day, just quietly giving our attention to it and letting go of anything else that would distract us. It's a very, very beautiful way to live. And it's actually simple, but it takes practice. So letting our attention come back to what's in front of us and simply relaxing, breathing, and letting whatever has arisen that isn't related to what we're doing, letting it come and go. And doing that again, letting what has arisen come and letting it pass through and go. And just relax, breathe, relax, be aware of your body as you're doing whatever you're doing. Let your attention rest and let it rest again. Not forced, rest. And if you keep practicing that, you would be surprised after a day, a week, a few months, you will be surprised that your experience, your understanding of paying attention will be quite different. And we give our attention very fully. We give our attention. It's like a, a donation where we freely give. We don't expect anything in, back, uh, in return. We don't expect anything back. So practice giving your attention. Just practice simply when you're brushing your teeth, when you're driving, when you're listening to someone, bring your attention back and let all the distracting thoughts just come and go. Don't set up any resistance that they're the enemy, that they're a problem. Just relax and let them come and let them go. And they will do that. That's their nature to come and go. So moving on in our next show, a little taster, a little uh, scene setting for next show, the next element of the fourfold energy of conscious confidence is uniting the F-U-S-E part of the FUSE program. We've done F focusing, now it's U, uniting. And people sort of squint when they hear uniting. Their head goes on the side a bit like a beagle. And they say, huh, uniting, what does that mean? And it's interesting, just consider now that we've got the foundations of core values and a positive attitude and the critical step of focusing, paying attention to what we're doing, then we, we can find that we're easily distracted um, by our thoughts. And these thoughts can divide us from ourselves and divide us from other people.
And so we actually walk around with a lot of inner divisions. And these divisions absolutely won't allow you, if you, if you believe them and hold on to them, they won't allow you to develop conscious confidence, to establish conscious confidence within yourself. So we're going to be looking at releasing these inner, inner divisions, um, try and say that quickly, inner divisions, and, and come back to uh, this, this energy of uniting. And it's very simple. It's about finding that which unites us, that which unifies us. It's very powerful and very important. And I'll just say this to you. Think of apples and oranges, or the unifying factor is fruit. We can appreciate the beautiful differences, but there is something underlying that unifies. And there's always something that unifies us in every situation. And that's an important element in uniting. And we're going to talk about that next show. So I'm going to finish off with a little bit of Sanskrit, as I always do, just so that you hear the beauty of the language and the power of the language. And I'm going to recite to you the perfect prayer, which is the beginning of the Isha Upanishad. That is perfect. This is perfect. Perfect comes from perfect. Take perfect from perfect. The remainder is perfect. May peace and peace and peace be everywhere. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyate Om Shanti Shanti so have a wonderful time have a wonderful day and remember conscious confidence is within you it's always possible and you are strong and magnificent and limitless and i'll see you next time for conscious confidence radio where we're going to talk about the beautiful subject of uniting thanks for joining me i'm sarah main creator of conscious confidence and we'll see you again. Thank you for listening to Conscious Confidence with Sarah Main. Join us next month on Transformation Talk Radio for more timeless wisdom with Sarah's exciting and innovative approach to living. Discover more joy, freedom, and step into your limitless potential. For more information on Sarah Main and her work, or to listen to past shows, visit sarahmain.com. preceding audio was via a Skype call.